Welcome to the Mind Management Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bullock. Our brains are on autopilot, sorting information and just giving it all meaning. Here I'm going to teach you how to take your brain off autopilot, take control, and manage your thinking so you can live authentically as you and love authentically. I want you to create a life that you are proud to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about contentment. I have a lot of thoughts about this. I'm not the expert at this by any means, but I think it's so important and something that we can cultivate. So to get started, I want to talk about about maybe it was last year around this time. I don't know. I just could tell I got off social media for a while and when I got back on, I noticed I was buying things. <laughs> I was just buying things. I also had been on a kick with like minimizing and decluttering. Have you ever read the book Decluttering at the Speed of Life? It's so good. It's wonderful. And I got a little bug from that book and just started going through and get, getting rid of so much stuff. And so that's kind of the beginning of it where I found less stuff actually does equal contentment. But more than that, it I know that our feelings are created by our thoughts. And honestly, when I feel the most joy, it is all in the sphere, the sphere, not fear, sphere of enoughness, of contentment. So about last year, I set it as a goal to create or get good at cultivating contentment. And now as any human goal goes, <laughs> I focused on it really, really hard at the beginning of the year. And then I kind of started letting it win. And then I would pick it up here and there when I would notice my discontentment would rise. And then I would kick it back in and give it more focus into creating contentment. But this is what I do know. Contentment has nothing to do with your financial situation. It has nothing to do with your home. It has nothing to do with all the things that we think it has everything to do with. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. <laughs> it is everything to do with how you see your present moment right now, how much you are giving the present moment, how much you are comparing things to the past, how much you are fearing the future or comparing to somebody else's reality or a reality that you thought you would have right now. That is where contentment is cultivated. I also believe, my personal self believes, that you can create contentment and love what you have and still be working towards something different in the future. I don't want to say something more because I think sometimes we are quick to assume what our future selves wants, right? Maybe right now we want a giant house in the future come retirement but then possibly Anna's future self, future Anna, doesn't want that. We, you know, where we kind of assume what we want in the future. So not something more, but something different. I think it's possible and completely okay to have contentment with your life. And I do think that that's one of the lies that we believe is that if we are content with what we have now, then ambition will go away and our work ethic will go away and we'll get kind of complacent with what we have. 
I don't think that that's the case. I actually think it's what I've experienced is when I take care of and I'm grateful for and I'm very content with what I have right now, I treat it better. My feelings are different, so I take care of things differently. I will purchase things still to not out of fear, but out of love, out of trying to preserve, out of more aligned, more, I hate the word, I'm going to use it, but I hate it, abundant thinking versus this scarcity fear base. There's never going to be enough. We never have enough. The way that we see it changes. All right. There's all the philosophical stuff, (laughs) but let's get into contentment. Now, I hate Well, I really don't like creating bad guys or placing blame, especially not 100% of the blame on other things, especially things outside of us, because that is not where the problem lies. But I do see a pattern. I don't want you to use this to keep yourself stuck to make social media a bad guy. But I do want to think your human brain. All right, we have this human brain that is used to living in the world right now. What is the world right now? It's a lot of instant gratification. We are scrolling on Instagram and we see a personalized ad for us of something that they know that we are interested in. And we click on the ad that is designed to create desire. And sometimes it's from scarcity, but sometimes it's also designed. These ads are designed to make you believe that this is solving a problem for you and you're going to feel something after you purchase this item. Anything that we want is because of a feeling that we are chasing. Any product that you buy, any experience that you want, it's because you want a feeling. You think you want the experience, you think you want the item, but really think about it. You want the feeling. If you go on a trip with your family, what do you want? You want to be able to relax. Maybe you want connection with these people. Maybe you want to feel love and feel successful and feel that your life is right on track. Why do you think you want those things? You're chasing a feeling. Our feelings are generated by our thoughts and what we are allowed to believe about ourselves, not by the circumstance in general. But back to creating this bad guy. Again, I don't think it's a bad guy because we want the advertisers there. We want them there so we can hear about these products because that's what makes life fun. And that's what makes some things easier. But when you're scrolling through your feed and there's thing after thing after thing, and you're watching everything that you're interested come up on this little device, whether it's a nice body or it's a perfect house or it's a perfect spouse, That wasn't supposed to rhyme, but it did. It's there. We're leaving it in. Whether it's any of that, exactly what you want is coming up on your feed. So it is easy to get in comparison. It's easy to think that if we had those circumstances, we'd feel a certain way. It's easy to see everything and constantly have stimulation and think that what you have is not enough. I don't, again, don't think social media is this giant bad guy. I do think that our brains don't have the capacity to completely be filtering out things all of the time. If that's something that's hard for you to not go into this compare and despair and 
a feeling of lack, I think you should look at how much you are on social media, how much you are scrolling for those vacations or how much you are watching HGTV and thinking my home doesn't look like that. If you are sensitive to those thoughts, it is so loving to yourself to limit your intake where you don't have to do the thought work. You don't have to manage your mind completely all of the time. If you reduce the situations that you're in where you have to manage your mind, you're going to get a lot of that thought space back. So be kind to yourself in that regard. I do think another culprit too is our beautiful brains. They are problem solvers. If there is not a problem to be solved, they will find problems. So if you're noticing maybe certain things inside your house, maybe certain things inside your relationships, if you're noticing a lot of problems, maybe looking outside of that because our focus kind of gets really like tunnel vision on that one thing and that one experience, whether it's relationships, whether it's your financial circumstances, whatever it is, that one thing becomes our entire focus. You may be missing a lot of the things that are working that don't have problems that are going around you if you don't give it something to pay attention to. So if we don't give our brain directive, it will come up with its own directive and it's normally not very helpful. It is driven out of fear-based thinking because it's not intentionally done. It's not with your higher brain. It's with your lower brain. And that's going to be in the scarcity, fear-based, just things that don't bring our best results. So I want you to intentionally look for things to solve, look for problems to solve that will move it forward, that feel abundant and aligned and higher thinking all of those words, bleh, but it's true. It's true. If you don't intentionally, if you don't sit down and think about it and put some effort in and you go the path of least resistance, the path of least resistance is your unmanaged, fear-based survival brain. That is what it is. So give it a little bit of effort and give it a problem to solve, to be solved, whether this is helping out in your community or at your job, whatever it is, give it an intentional problem to be solved. And you will notice the things that were bugging you so much before, even if they don't change in the least, they'll bug you less. They won't create this loom over you. They won't have all of your focus and intention. The next thing that I wanted to, that I've noticed about my own contentment is number one, throwing out all comparison. The second that you, like comparison is the thief of joy. It's so true. If you notice your brain is going into comparison of relationships, of financial status, of whatever it is, you're going to find shame and blame there and discontentment. You will never have any happiness in comparison. I like to hear like the thought, which I've thought before myself, like what is normal? What's normal? What's a normal amount of money to have in your bank account at age 30? What is a normal amount of assets that you should have at age 30? All of these things pass through my head, but what that is, is this giant comparison, especially because I don't have the ability to keep that neutral. So 
if you're asking yourself these questions that are just creating more drama for yourself, ask yourself better questions. Those questions suck. (laughs) They're not working for you. Ask yourself better questions. But the best thing that I've noticed for me, because my brain comes up, it does give me all of the questions that don't serve me. I like to just think, why? (laughs) Why? What would that bring? If somebody was like, yep, exactly what you have in your bank account, exactly your assets, exactly the number on the scale. This is normal for somebody age 30 living in this world. What would I get to feel? Peaceful? Content? Happy? Okay? Like I'm in the right place? I'm not falling behind? All of those things are thoughts and feelings that I could create right now without knowing that information, without getting having somebody like hand me permission to be where I'm at right now. I get to decide that. Whether somebody tell you, tells you or not, you get to decide whether or not you're going to believe it. So just notice we don't have to go super introspectual. We don't have to like pick it all apart. We just can say, oh, I'm in comparison. That's okay. I'm human, but that's what's going on for me. That's why I feel this way and I'm going to stop. But how do we stop? Remember, we have to give our brain a directive. So in order to stop comparing, if you really want to get out of those thoughts, you're noticing these things, you're feeling these feelings and then you notice it, it's time to move on to the next thing. Give your brain a directive. And that next step is always gratitude. (laughs) Just so buzzy, but true. We forget so quickly. We forget. We don't notice. Things become normal. I think one of our skills and also kind of faults as humans is we adapt pretty quickly to what's going on around us. So I got my daughter a Gab watch for her birthday. I wanted her to have one so bad. so bad in the months before. And I would find situations where, oh man, it would have been nice if we would have had one for this. It would have been nice if we would have had one for that, for blah, 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 blah. And I noticed in retrospect, all the times that we could have used that watch. And on Halloween night, I let my daughter go with her cousins, just trick-or-treating, small town, they're fine, they good. And at the end of trick-or-treating, She called me and we met up and I knew exactly where to find her and we picked her up. And I remember before we had this watch, I kept thinking that would be so nice. It would be so nice. And granted, I had that feeling very soon after we got the watch and we had to use it and it had saved our bums a couple times and also brought me so much peace a couple times. I did think, oh, that is so nice. That is so nice. But it wasn't until a couple days after on Halloween, we met up and I just, that feeling of niceness went away and it was now just a thing. Like I wasn't grateful for it anymore. It was just normal. I adjusted. I lost that feeling of gratitude for it. And then I sat down. November is here. I have a little gratitude journal. P.S. Little side note. I made a gratitude journal for our young women a couple years ago. So it is faith-based. It's I'm a church I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So there's a lot of talk of God in there. And I love it. I love it so much, but I do have a free copy. 
if you head over to my Instagram page, I will have it there all month long, just ready for you to download. You don't need to give me your email. It's completely no strings attached. So go check that out. But it wasn't until I was writing down things that I was grateful for that I realized that I was grateful for that encounter. But in the moment, it was completely normal. There are things like that all around you. There are things that your spouse does. There are things that your kids do. There are things like just healthy kids, healthy me, healthy husband. I woke up this morning. I had food to eat. Also, another tangent side note, I'm reading a historical fiction book right now that's based in the Soviet Union, World War II. And they talk about their deplorable circumstances and starving, the starvation that they're going through. And I forget, I forget that I am so used to having food on my table, having food in my fridge, having vegetables that go bad in my drawers, in my fridge, things like that, that is a luxury, is something that has become normal to me, that I no longer feel gratitude and satisfaction and peace if I don't give it the attention that it deserves. There are things like that all around you. And I guarantee, and I know it sounds silly, that just being grateful for things like there's this feeling of gratitude, but really gratitude is one of the building blocks of contentment. You cannot get to contentment without realizing what you have in this moment is a lot. We lose that. We lose that if we compare it to other people, if we compare it to reality that we thought that we would have right now that we don't. We lose that immediately. But you have a human brain. And sometimes your mental attention is going to go to different things like a child who's struggling or a family member who's struggling. So it might not get all of the attention that you need in this moment. So it's going to take some intentional turning back to it, noticing it, focusing on it. But I swear even amidst my hardest struggles when I have done this because I've done this gratitude journal every year since I've made it, which has been a couple years, I can't even remember. But even amidst trial, even in 2020, when it seemed like the world was catching on fire, it brought this quiet feeling of happiness and satisfaction, this contentment with what I have is enough. Do I think that there might be more in the future? Yep. But what I have and is enough and so much joy lies just in this present moment. This is all that you have. Every single emotion that you will feel is only cultivated in the now. This is all you have. If you want to build an incredible life, try to strive for contentment in this moment right now. Take a minute and just Give focus, give some attention, notice the things around you that you did not notice before and fill your brains with thoughts like one of my favorite, this is the good life. I am so incredibly blessed. I'm so loved. I've created this lovely life for myself and I've been given so many things in this life that I didn't create. 
I didn't put any intention in and it just fell here for me. There's so many things that we miss. It's fall and it's getting cold where I live and the mornings are dark and the evenings are dark and I have these two little table lamps that I light my house with at night while I cook dinner and the kids watch weird garbage shows on Netflix. But I love that moment, just that moment of everything's like peaceful and quiet and so still and so perfect. It doesn't mean that there aren't hard things going on around me. It doesn't mean that sometimes my brain spins out on thoughts that aren't important, but little moments like that, I know I have grasped and felt deep, rich contentment, joy, and happiness. It doesn't require anything around you, but it does require your focus. I could have that same feeling of contentment if my laundry is stacked up on the couch. I can have that same feeling of contentment anywhere that I go if I choose to. If you are in a human moment, a human season, where it feels like nothing that you have is peaceful and easy, I want you to just focus on little sections of time, maybe five minutes, maybe two minutes. Just zoom in a little bit. Create that contentment in the moment. Don't think about the future. Don't think about the past. Just right now in this moment, can you create contentment? Know that it comes in and out and that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. That's okay. That's a human brain. (laughs) That's what they all do. But know that when you're ready to feel that again, you are the one that's in control. You've been in control this entire time. It just requires a redirection of focus. And that's it. I know that the holidays are coming up. And for some of you, that's super exciting. And for some of you, that's really, really stressful. So take it moment by moment, create the contentment, create this feeling of what I have is enough. What I'm chasing are feelings and feelings are within my control always. And I hope you guys have the most wonderful weekend and I've got to go. We'll talk to you later. Bye.